Hello and welcome to the Lib Dem podcast. Me and Laura are back, Laura Gordon, who of course you all know as the candidate from Sheffield Hallam or the, the non by-election that happened in Sheffield Hallam. Uh, my name is John Potter, and we're doing a special little bonus episode now to talk about by-elections, Laura, because we've got one we can win. We do. We have a by-election we can win, and I don't think there's anything a Liberal Democrat loves more than a by-election that we can win. Uh, and for all those that don't know, uh, Dame uh, Cheryl Gilliam uh, died, sadly, in, in April, and it was a Chesham and Amersham by-election, which is, I believe is in Buckinghamshire. It is in Buckinghamshire. I've been saying it for a week, so I'm glad I'm right. Um, so this is a perfect opportunity for Lib Dems to really have a go at the Tories. You know, we don't get that many seats where Lib Dems have a, a good second place. We're clearly the challengers, and we're not going to get too many opportunities like this, are we? No, absolutely. And I think this is such an, um, you know, interesting seat. And I think before we before we get into the by-election, it probably is worth uh, sort of paying tribute to Cheryl Gillan, who had been the MP for the seat for um, you know, quite a long time. And by all accounts, was a sort of very, very nice lady. Um, you know, I've already been down and we'll, you know, which we'll talk about later in the podcast. And, you know, the people I spoke to had nothing but good things to say about her. Um, so, and, you know, her death, she wasn't that elderly. She was in her 60s. She had cancer. I mean, it's it's very, very sad that we're in this position. But, um, you know, unfortunately, politics is a brutal business. So the next thing we need to do is, you know, we need to elect the next MP and start thinking about, about the by-election. Um, and it's a really interesting seat. It's a seat where um, the Conservatives have a you know, fairly hefty majority, but it is one of these blue wall seats that we've been talking about in the last podcast, where the Liberal Democrats are in a strong second, where we gained a large swing in 2019. It's a Remain seat. Um, so, you know, it, it's one of these seats that is, is very much trending in our direction and where we have a clear second place, which makes it a really interesting um, contest as well as one that I think we we have a very good chance in because it, it is one which is in line with with sort of what the party's national strategy and what the party's sort of uh, new and emerging core voters. Yeah, and it looks like, I mean, this is right in the, the say, the London commuter belt. That's where it is. And the, the seat has been nothing but Tory since its creation in 1974. However, like you said, this is one of the seats, if Lib Dem strategy is to go for those kind of affluent professionals, um in Remainer areas, this is somewhere we've got to go for. Uh, Absolutely. And I think it's such an important opportunity because we've seen, you know, we know as a party we have so few opportunities to make our own news and to make our own headlines. And by-elections are one of the times where we can do that. And we saw that with the Brecon and Radnorshire by-election where, you know, it generated days of positive coverage for the party and showed really what we can do and how we continue to matter. And looking back a little bit further, the um, Richmond Park by-election and the Whitney by-election before that really showed the first stirrings of this movement towards us that we're seeing in these kind of affluent, affluent remain seats in the southeast. So it is... Um, it's something that that could be absolutely game changing for our party. We get so few opportunities and, you know, we're constantly being written off. And this is our chance to get out there and say, no, this is you know, there is people. People do believe in liberalism. People do believe in the values that we stand for. And we have the opportunity. We You know, we can we can show, we can prove that. OK, so let's get the basics right. OK, so the, the, the by-election has now been called. It will be on, is it the 22nd? Of, no, 17th uh, no, of June. No, it's the 17th of June. 17th of June. Uh, so we haven't got long left. Uh, it's a very short window. So like you said, if you can go, 
go now and go often is what you absolutely and I think um you know one of the things that I would definitely share from my experience in Sheffield Hallam obviously we never actually had a by-election in Sheffield it was never actually called um but we found that you know it does tend to sort of build up you know, not as quickly as you might wish in terms of people arriving, you know, a lot of people will think, oh, great, I'll go in polling week, or, you know, maybe I'll go the week before the last weekend. And, you know, great, absolutely do go in polling week in the last weekend. But I think often it is too late if you leave it that long. You know, what we really need is people to be going now, um, because we do know that the sooner that we start speaking to people, um, the, you know, the more people we get to speak to and the more chance we have of changing their minds. Um, And I think this... And there is a bank holiday coming up. So if you want to try and make a a bit of a weekend of it, then you can do as well, which is always usual. And you're right, because if you leave it right the way to polling day, they've probably had so many letters and leaflets put through their door. Of course, like you said, any help is is good help. Um, But now is the real time if you can try and get there. The sooner the better. Hello, John from the Lib Dem podcast here. We are delighted to say that this episode is sponsored by Prater Reigns. Now more than ever, you need a professional-looking online presence and website. Prater Reigns have been helping Liberal Democrat campaigns succeed for 18 years. Their Lib Dem Foci package combines a website, social media and email system to help Lib Dems win. You'll receive great support from real people, fair pricing and a huge range of features to choose from. Prater Reigns are already the bespoke developers for Lighthouse, Lib Dem Draw Online and the LD Directory. They combine a talented system design with an unrivaled understanding of our party, our data and our systems. To find out more, check out the Prater Reigns website at praterreigns.co.uk slash liberal-democrats. This podcast has been sponsored by the Katora Coffee Club, the UK's most environmentally friendly coffee club. There are over 400 independent roasters in the UK, each one crafting coffee in their own unique style. Katora Coffee Club works with some of the best to take you on a voyage of coffee discovery. The Katora Coffee Club delivers ethically sourced and independently roast coffee directly to your door. Each month you'll receive between two and four bags of coffee and their monthly extract magazine. Even better for Lib Dem podcast listeners, use the code BETTERCOFFEE to save 5% on subscriptions and gift boxes for a limited time only. All Katora Coffee Club boxes are carbon negative and offset the CO2. So why not do some good, enjoy some great coffee and check out the website www.katoracoffeeclub.com. Now, back to the podcast. So I'm actually on holiday next week, so I can't go straight away. But I have booked already for the first week in June, which is another crucial point because that's when postal votes will be landing as well. Uh, and one thing I will say is there are a host of very cheap hotels all around there. So I'm actually staying about 10 minutes away in drive-wise, just in a, just in a Premier Inn, and it's £31 a night. So it, it oh, yes, yeah, so, so that is not. So I'm going down for four days of non-stop campaigning, just because you know you don't moan about how are these Tories still getting in. This is an opportunity for us to change that, and because Labour and Greens are going to be miles away. So just I'll, I'll let people read what happened in 2019 is that uh, the Tories came first, obviously uh, with 55% of the vote. We came second with 26%, but then far down is the Labour in under 13% and Greens on only 5%. So that so we are 
evidently the main challenges. And if ever, there were, I mean, we're not going to get any sort of pact with the Greens and Labour. They just won't do it. So they'll probably will stand a candidate in, all, in, in the seat. Um, but we have an opportunity to squeeze that vote until the pips Absolutely. And I mean, I've already been down. So I went down, um, I did a day trip from Sheffield, which was uh, a, a sort of six hour round trip. So it was a bit of a Herculean effort, but I did really want to get there early because I just think it's so important. But I will be going back. Um, probably actually the same week as you. Uh, my my in-laws live not very far away, from, so I'll be staying with them and uh, popping up for a couple of days more campaigning. Um, and so I was out on the doors talking to people and we are getting a really good reception. It's an area where, um, although the you know Conservative vote is very high, you know people were really willing to talk and really interested in what we have to say. And I spoke to a number of Labour voters and Green voters who, you know, were very, very open to voting tactically for the Liberal Democrats and, you know, using, you know, using words like the most dangerous government of my lifetime, phrases like, you know, really talking up how dangerous the, the government that we have is and how much we need to send a message. And actually, even some of the Conservative voters, um, sort of uh, whether they're Remain voters and even some of the you know people who who told me I wasn't actually asking them but they you know they sort of volunteered that they'd that they'd voted leave you know were were very happy to consider voting for us because it is a sense of actually you know the debate has moved on the government has a big majority and we do need to send them a message that um, they can't have it all their own way. And I wonder if the fact, everything you've just mentioned is that the Tories uh, well no one ever wants to lose a seat but with a massive majority there isn't kind of crisis mode quickly. You know, I remember Brecken and Radnorshire, that was that was all guns from everyone trying to get in there. The Tories don't have that kind of risk right now. And so we have everything to gain and almost nothing to lose. Um, Absolutely. And, and that's the way we should approach it. But we, I tell you what we haven't mentioned, we haven't actually mentioned our candidate. And I've got, which, and obviously you Legal know, necessity, the candidate's yeah, legal yeah. necessity. We, we missed out the date and the candidate at the start. So we've done the date. So, right, so who's our candidate, Laura? Uh, so our candidate is Sarah Green, who um, has been a member of the party for quite a long time. So quite a few people listening to this might actually have um, met Sarah or come across Sarah um, in her, I think, you know, 15 or 16 years in the party. Um, and in that time, she's actually done a huge range of roles. Um, so she has been the chair of a local party um, and she's also a former director of the Social Liberal Forum. So she's somebody who, as well as having a lot of experience as a campaigner, um, has really been sort of driving some of the policy debate in the in the Liberal Democrats. So, so she's somebody who would be absolutely fantastic to get into Parliament. She'd be, you know, really somebody who would be an incredible addition to our to our MPs. Um, and yeah, I think. If, even if you're on the fence after everything we've said about what it would mean for our party, you know, please do consider going down and campaigning for Sarah because I just think she's she's fantastic. Um, and she also lives in the constituency as well, which is obviously, um, obviously great. And as someone, I mean, I'll just very quickly on, on your kind of spirit, uh, the by-election that didn't quite happen. What would you say would be the biggest help for people? Is it just is it just get there, lend hand? But the, I mean, also I should point out there's probably something for everyone to do. Whether you you can't walk a million miles or whatever, you can either donate, you can do clerical stuff. There's something for everyone. Is that right? Yeah, so I don't know what the situation is with clerical because um, obviously with the COVID-19 restrictions, there have been limitations on how much clerical has been possible in the office. So if you'd like to do clerical, I'd suggest um, you can go to the party's website 
Um, if you just sort of Google Cheshire and Amersham by-election Liberal Democrats, it, it takes you to a handy page where you can um, find out how to help. So if you if clerical is what you want to do, it might be worth giving a ring and, and finding out. But um, canvassing, um, delivering and above all donating is uh, all sort of incredibly valuable. And there's also the opportunity to make uh, calls from home. Yeah. Uh, there's a virtual HQ on Facebook. Um, so you can join that, which is the Cheshire and Amersham uh, Liberal Democrats virtual HQ. And um, and they're, they're posting um, virtual phone bank codes there. And um, so, yeah, you can make calls from home. You can travel. You can um, go door knocking. And I think especially if you're in London or in the area, um, it's really easy to get up there because it's on the tube. Um, so it's right at the far end of the Metropolitan Line. And I saw today that um, Tim Farron is going up after work to lead a canvassing session from 6.30, meeting at one of the tube stations in the constituency. Um, so that's something that might become a regular thing, this sort of evening canvassing starting at the tube station. So, you know, even if you're if you're working full time, if you live in London or work in London, then maybe you can you can go up after work. If you live outside of London, you know, it's it's reasonably easy to get down there. As I say, you know, from Sheffield, you know, we drove down pretty easily. And um, if you aren't able to travel, then you can make calls from home. And if we all do our bit, I genuinely think we can, you know, we can get this over the line and get that kind of sea change, that, uh, you know, in our coverage. I do love, I'm on the, 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 the virtual HQ now, and I do like the wish list. And at the top in big letters is cakes <laughs> so it, it, it again it's a staple of a by-election and absolutely and, and, and cans of pop as well so <laughs> yeah you know. the cans of diet coke that are the sort of mainstay of any lived in by-election i, I diet, think they i think our campaigns run almost entirely on riso ink and, and diet coke and diet coke is the worst it is just no, like, i love diet know, coke it, it, it might get me thrown out of the lib dems along with not being a doctor who fan and not being a fan and not having a cat but other than that but but no, it, you drink it, real ale. Uh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> Sometimes I know. I, 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 this is this is the you know when you get those interviews saying, "Do you have any skeletons in the closet you need to let the party know about?" Mine, mine is a not uh, liking diet uh, coke. But well, no. I guess it's it's lucky that we're liberals and therefore we're we're willing to tolerate your your very strange preferences for <laughs> drinks other than diet coke and real ale. Um, but no, uh, so do get down there. Like I said, go on the website. Also on the website, it allows you to let the HQ know when you are going to be there as well, so they can plan stuff as well. Um, you and you might get a chance to bump into MPs and other people that are out doing. Yeah, that. Um, actually, when I was down there, I forgot to mention that when I was down there, I ran into um, Sarah, our candidate, and some guy called Ed Davy. Um, oh. Just yeah, I don't know. I think some people might have heard of him. He seemed he seemed to be someone important, but oh, okay. Yeah, um, but but and I suppose the other thing we should say about um, by elections, which I've always appreciate, is the energy you get from them. Yeah, it is a proper collective let's go get them energy and it can really reach out because we're all like you know we've just had tough local elections so actually getting back into the swing of things by you know throwing some punches at, at the Tories is absolutely a way of getting your getting your campaign drive back going. Yeah I think that's a really good point actually and I think um, because by-elections you know all the they have such a strong focus on one seat and we have sort of all of our best campaign brains really focused on one seat, the amount that we can do and the amount that we can innovate in some of our campaigning. Um, it's they're, they're often really interesting from a campaign's perspective as well. So especially if you're from a sort of smaller local party 
or a local party that's just scaling up or if you're from a bigger party and you want to pick up some new tricks then um getting a getting a group together and going down and spending a few days campaigning in a by-election can often be a good way to sort of learn learn new techniques learn pick up some new ideas make some contacts that that you can then you can then share ideas with so you know it, it's something that that doesn't just benefit the party you know it can benefit you locally as well traveling to a by-election and, and picking up ideas yeah. so end messages if you can donate telephone call get down there and help that's kind of do all those things or do some of those things there are loads of ways you can help some some of them are completely for free and doesn't cost you anything but a little bit of time in an evening so please do that if you need any help at all like say go on the website they have it all sorted for you and i suppose just uh, we will do another podcast during when when i'm down there so we will do it from hq as long as i'm not getting in the way and taking too much time away from canvassing but we will keep you updated with it and uh thank you laura for coming on for and special... i think should we say we're also hoping to get an interview with sarah organized at some point she's she's very very busy with her her campaign schedule at the moment but we're trying to find a little slot so you can um have a chance to virtually meet her through the podcast. Absolutely, yeah, because we were hoping to get it today, but we wanted to quickly get this out because we thought we need to let as many people know as possible, but we will get Sarah on the show. We will do one from there. And actually, we've been asked, can we do a reaction show the day afterwards as well, which we we, we normally do one rough about once a week anyway. So we will. you'll have plenty of coverage on the Lib Dem pod. So thank you very much to Laura for coming on. I want to let you go because you know you've got to go pick up your daughter and uh, that is far more important than staying on the line with me. But thank you everyone for listening. Do follow the Lib Dem podcast at, at Lib Dem pod. Do subscribe to us on YouTube, like and follow us on Facebook and stay tuned because we've got some very exciting announcements coming up as well. So thank you very much for listening and we'll see you soon. 